0: Okay, go. Pass the cranberry sauce. having mashed potatoes. <laughs> Ooh, the turkey
1: looks <laughs> great. <laughs> thank you for loving me. <laughs> thank
0: you for being there. <laughs> Everyone's thank it the whole world's
1: naked. you <laughs> for taken us. They you. You the, the turkey. turkey. There you go. What's <laughs> <laughs> so, so talented.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the smooth sounds of... And that's why we drink. I can't open it. Give me
1: that. I can't open it. Hang on. Give me it. <sighs> Muscles.
0: Impressive. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Or how are you? I'm living my best life. How are you? Good. I have news. Oh, tell me. I've been wanting to tell you this since a while. Several days. What? Tell me. Okay. Uh, Uh, On Friday, I I was at Popeye's, and I heard uh, people sitting behind me, mm -hmm. and they were talking, they were like... Oh this podcast is so good. You guys have to listen to it. It's called And That's Why We I'm Drink. I'm not breathing. I'm not breathing. <laughs> they were sa- he was saying it to his friend. I'm not breathing. I was like they're so good and one of them apparently works around here. Shut up. I know. They were like straight up listening talking about it. Are you serious? Mess. So I went up and sh- Shut up. I know. I had my first I was the celebrity in a celebrity setting Are you setting. kidding me? And so I approached them and I was like, "You guys are talking about my podcast." And they flipped out. <laughs> and I signed I, decided, I mind signed an mind. autograph. I am losing my mind. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm
0: not kidding. It's funny because Allison the
1: other day was like, do you ever
0: think that you could be walking down the street and see someone who lives in I'm like, probably not. It's not like there are that many people. They're not all in L.A.
1: That is amazing
0: that you heard someone actually talking about well, it. Well,
1: I heard them talking about podcasts, and I was like, there's no way they're of all the podcasts they're going to talk about mine. unbelievable. You know, In like, a Popeye's. In a Popeye's. And they're like, and one of them works around here. And it was on my lunch break, so they're not wrong. So. <laughs> and
0: you're like, hello. Was like, I've
1: arrived. <laughs> I heard my name. <laughs> but yeah, that, I've been wanting to tell you that for uh, almost am a week now. profusely sweating right now. <laughs> well, there you go. I can't believe that. That's also the reason why I
0: drink. Can we just like go around everywhere together in a pair and be like, oh yeah, anyone... be like
1: we've been waiting for this moment with the sharpie, so in case we need to sign anything. <laughs> Did you get a photo with them? No, I didn't get a photo um, with them. It was kind of a, a whirlwind romance. Wow, it sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. In a Popeye's. also, I was waiting for my chicken, so like I had priorities. So. Sure, obviously. <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. wow. I told them I would talk about it on the podcast, though, so they're somewhere. Oh, my gosh. So they're going to hear this. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. That's why, and that's why I drink. Why do you drink? Oh, my gosh, because I wasn't there. <laughs>
0: I want to be there. Oh, man. That is... I, my mind is blown right now. Um, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking um, a beautiful block red from Australia. Don't you drink that all the time? Yeah, but I'm trying to sound like I'm mixing
1: it up. <laughs> okay. Well, I was drinking a chocolate milkshake, but it's already gone. Good. So I'm drinking sweet tea.
0: Well, starting off strong. Um, mine's out of a box. Uh, I do have one thing to say that I forgot to say earlier. We got a message. I went on Instagram a few days ago or a week ago, and I looked at our private messages, and I guess they, we had all these message requests, but they don't show up as notifications unless you go into the messages. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, all these people have been messaging us for weeks. So I found one that I'm just gonna. (laughs) What the fuck, Christine? (laughs) I just, I'll let you have your own experience. Okay. Okay. Um, So this is a message from uh, AK underscore JD underscore Sing on Instagram. And um, this was after the episode on the Stanley Hotel. Mm -hmm. She sent us a lovely message uh, that said, I just have to tell you that my very first orgasm was on the bed from the set of The Shining. What the fuck? My boyfriend's parents bought the bed and put it in their guest room. (laughs) And I went, (laughs) what? (laughs) And I said, I don't even know how to respond to that. And she wrote, well, that's my claim to paranormal fame. But forever, I will know my first orgasm created by anyone else was The Shining orgasm. And I was like, "Can I talk about this?" She's like, "Yeah." It's <laughs> <laughs> just like I don't know what to say about that.
1: I don't either. I just need to know. Some- know what you, I feel like you said that hoping I'd have something funny to I say. Just up, I just need someone else know. to like validate that there's nothing to say to that. Was was the guy she's hooking up with named Danny? So she could say, "Come play with us, Danny."
0: Red Rock. That would have
1: been pretty cool. Oh man, I should ask. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, that's the cooler story. Than I think anyone else has. Yeah, that is a pretty ball. And now that short. every single one of our parents listens to this podcast, what yeah. a what a great way to throw it in. I was about to make a comment like, "Well, my," and then I was like, "Nobody, <laughs> I'm not going to go there." What What you meant to say is you never have because God is good and you're not married yet. So I'm wearing white at my wedding. Yes, pure. Exactly. What's an orgasm? I don't know. What does that mean?
0: I think it's like a little animal that lives in the jungle, like a you know, like a plant or an animal. Oh, I don't want one then. Like organism. I never organ, want one. I know that organism. Okay. Good to know. I don't want one either. Okay. They sound dangerous. Jesus Christ is a cool guy. I'm married to God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now my dad's even more mad because I'm, like, <laughs> making
1: fun of God. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Back back to Earth. Not Heaven. Do <laughs> I, you have a... I, I, I have lip, a... Lip. Lip. <laughs> All right. Let, <sighs> Jesus. We're smooth. Okay. Um, I have a story that... Several people have requested. Mm. It's also a sequel to a previous story I've told you. Ooh. So when I told you about um <clears throat> last week I told you about Roland Doe. Right, the kid that was possessed. Right, the exorcist yes. Inspiration. So he was you know, driving an ambulance.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've okay. added sound effects to our podcast. <laughs> um okay so Roland Doe is possessed remember you had that weird like he has, the demon had a weird name pazuzu yeah yeah <gasps> so, yes so i'm talking about pazuzu however uh pazuzu is not his only name oh man pazuzu is only uh from one of the very first references about him but his true name is zozo what the fuck this is also a demon where the more you say his name, the more likely he is to show. So this is going to be a real doozy for everyone. Did too
0: bad my brother tell me I wasn't allowed to sage the apartment because it smelled bad? Uh,
1: <laughs> 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 well, he's going to regret that, maybe. <laughs> Pazuzu will tell him. <laughs> I feel like I've heard
0: of Zozo somewhere.
1: Maybe because we were starting, we kept saying Pazuzu. No, I haven't heard of that one, though. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Well, this is just yet another PSA for you because Zozo is known as the Ouija board demon. Shut up. That's probably why. Probably because I Googled it. And Maybe. And was like, that's not real. He is the most likely demon to come in contact with during a Ouija board session. Oh, no. Um, and there are uh, documents and references to him all the way down to like the early 1800s. Mm. So um, he's often said to mimic the voices of the dead who... Oh, God. Oh, um, God the user of the Ouija board is actually trying to contact. That's so, so if you're trying to, like... It, well, it's fucked up because if you're trying to, like, contact your mom, like, it'll pretend that it's your mom. What the pre- fuck? Um, and he often likes to tell people that they're going to die soon and that he is going to possess them in another life. What? He'll also give people a countdown and say, like, in 30 years, I'll come back. <gasps> and good stuff like that. And he, his favorite thing is to tell female victims that they're going to die because of him. Oh, my God. So that's all neat. Supposedly Zozo, the name actually comes from a tattoo on the forehead of the three-headed dog that guards the gates of hell. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and it's also a term claimed to mean six six six. Oh no. In every language, apparently Zozo means something different, and it's it all means bad things. Oh gosh. Some of the experiences that people get, like, the main things that happen Mm -hmm. when they come in contact with him is thoughts of suicide, depression, incredibly bad luck, and a lot of female board users get molested. What? By by other, like, by by incubus slash succubus. What? Yep. Oh, no. So, he's also known as, like, the main sexual assaulting ghost. What a fucking perv. Um, Okay. So, he goes by more names than just Zozo. He goes by Pazuzu. And he goes by Oz, Zo, and Za. And that's because uh, usually the way that he shows himself on a Ouija board is he will keep spelling Z-O-Z-O-Z-O. And so it spells out Zozo eventually. But, like, he'll do it nonstop in this, like, figure eight rainbow kind of pattern. Oh, no. And... The really fucked up part about that is there's a rule in when using a Ouija board that you should never go from right to left spelling something because apparently that's a way for a portal to open up in a Ouija board. Oh great. So it starts at Z and keeps going Z O Z O. So he's God. like slowly opening up a portal. Um, also a some of the common signs to show that he's around besides just moving the planchet like that is uh, if you ask how old he is, he'll say that he's zero. Uh, uh Uh-uh. And if you ask his name, he will just spell demon. So wait, he doesn't say his name is Zozo, he says his name is demon? Well, if you ask his name and he does Mm Z-O-Z-O-Z-O and ask what he is, he has no problem telling you that he's a demon. Oh, okay, gotcha. He'll also say that he's scarier than Satan.
0: Oh, God. I'm sure Satan
1: doesn't like that one bit. (laughs) Well, what's he gonna do? (laughs) Good point. Damn him to hell. (laughs) <laughs> so there's a th- um, there's a theory that Zozo's been around since the 1800s, but the first real case where people took him seriously was when Roland Doe got possessed, um, and that was in the late 40s, early 50s. Wow. So only, like, 100 years later, people actually are really documenting it now. But the biggest cases that Pazuzu slash Zozo has been a part of are the Roland Doe case... Um, in 1972, someone in LA got haunted. Um, and her family. So, another thing that Zozu does is he. Oh, God. He not just attaches to you, but he's like parasitic. Like, he'll leech onto everyone and oh, everyone gets possessed. Oh, God. Um, in the 70s, the Enfield Poltergeist. I think that was The Conjuring 2. Okay. Um, that was also Zozo. In 2012 in Nevada, <sighs> there were a bunch of soldiers uh, that were off duty and were playing with a Ouija board. and... Came in contact with him, and then that night, one of the soldiers started acting out and got really possessed, like uh, like had all the symptoms of getting possessed, and drove everyone off a cliff. Oh, and had left a letter saying that he had that he had the intent to do that. Oh my god! So someone, I mean, you could say like, oh, it's some sort of PTSD, or he did it on his own, but they like to say that it's because of the Ouija board. Um He'll also respond to demands before the questions even finished asking. So if you're about to say what's my middle name? Before you even ask the question, Uh. he'll know how to spell it out. Or if you say, can you blow out a candle, it'll blow out on its own. Mm -mm. Um, The first reported incident of him is in 1816. In France, there was uh, a girl who got possessed and she said that the demon's name was Zozo. And that's according to The Infernal Dictionary, which I should get my hands on. But uh, (laughs) are they looking for staff writers? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently she became a vessel for a bunch of demons and one of them, like the main one taking over was Zozo. That's so sad. The same, um, and, uh, in the same area, another girl was also possessed at the time by him. And now he's really popular as of 2009 because someone decided to write in their own experience and so, um, which I'm going to read that a little bit later. But so a lot of people say that Zozo maybe isn't even real. Maybe he's kind of like a slender man where because right. someone brought it up online, now everyone thinks they've heard of a story about sure. Zozo when maybe there really wasn't anything. Sure. Like, oh, my great aunt said something. Yeah. Right. And so there's a lot of controversy about whether or not it's real. Right. But if you look back far enough, there is reference wow. to it about 200 years ago. Creepy. Um, Can I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, when you say that he has a habit of, like, um, imitating loved ones, mm-hmm. so
1: does he do that as a way to get you vulnerable? Right, and then he reveals himself? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And when he reveals himself, he goes from being um, a nice spirit mm-hmm. to all of a sudden getting really, really aggressive, really violent, will threaten you and, like, again, will say that he's going to either molest you Fabulous. or... Um, He's going to possess you or take over your life or kill you or whatever. Is there a way when that starts to, like, stop it or are you, like, screwed? Um, I guess close out of the Ouija board the best <laughs> <Goodbye>. you can. <laughs> I know one of the things is if you ever come in contact with someone on a Ouija board, you're supposed to never use that Ouija board again because now it's, like, a used... For real? It's a little more damaged. Like, it's it's used instead of brand new. You know what I mean? Oh, man. so It's expensive. Also, they say to just never say his name because apparently he... Is all hearing. Wait, never say his name when we play Ouija board or never say his name ever? Ever. So as we're on this uh, podcast and I'm just saying his name left and right. Fabulous. Let's see what happens. In my apartment. Okay. Um, Okay. So I have a few stories that I looked up and a couple of accounts that people had. I'm ready. There's three short ones and one long one. Uh, one of them was two friends used a Ouija board and contacted Zozo and their friend, the friend that was staying the night started to get a really terrible headache and she woke up the next day or she went to bed that night and uh, started sleepwalking and I never slept before and she started banging on the door to get into her friend's room, literally broke the door down and then ran off, like hissed and screamed. Ah! She hissed at her, screamed die and then ran away. And literally, they couldn't find her for three days. What? Yeah. And she, she ran did, away, away. She ran away, away. <gasps> and then she, I guess, blacked out because she doesn't remember what happened for those three days. Did they? Where did they find her? She just showed up one day. She just popped back in. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine someone hissing at you in the middle of the night? No. That is my nightmare. Uh, in another story, a group of people were at a party, and they uh, used the Ouija board, and the planchet started going, Z-O, Z-O, Z-O. It was... Ugh. Like And it's not, like, a slow one. It's, like, a, it aggressively moves on its own. And when they asked what the spirit wanted, it spelt out her and then spelt one of the people that was there's name. Uh-uh. Uh, they started provoking the spirit by cursing at it and all this so fun stupid. stuff. Stupid. And I guess they pissed him off because the planchet then became, like, white hot, like no one could touch it. And one of the girls later said that the air got really heavy. Something was wrong. She didn't feel like herself. She blacked out. And the only thing she remembers is that the plancha was so hot that she thought it was going to melt. Oh, God. The plastic was so warm. She also reported later that she felt nothing but hatred and anger and began laughing, crying, and screaming at the same time. Uh, I do not want to go to that party. It's called finals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's normal. And then uh, the other short story (laughs) is the first real case of Zozo that was found in the recent couple decades was in the 1950s, uh, someone moved in and found this Ouija board where on the face on the top side it looked like a normal Ouija board and on the back it flipped over and looked really dark and creepy and Zozo was etched into it. Uh-uh. And they found it in this weird crawl space. Like, they had moved oh, into God. this house, found it in a crawl space surrounded by jars of dead birds. Eh, what? Yeah. <laughs> And apparently the birds were supposed to be guarding the board so something couldn't come through it. Oh, my God. Because I in certain folklore, Pazuzu has some sort of relationship with raven and crows. Because those are the worst birds. And sure. so those birds had been sacrificed and left in jars to keep, keep the board from Excuse letting me. something in. That's not okay. So those are the three quick stories. The last thing I have is a... It's some account that someone wrote in about their experience with Zozo. And this is actually the main one that people talk about. Right. I've heard about this on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he wrote it in, and uh, his name's Darren Evans. Okay. He's from Tulsa. And he told everyone about an experience he had after using the ouija board and that was the story that kind of was the catalyst for everyone thinking is this real or not sure because now there's been books about it there's been movies about it he's actually been featured in a couple like ghost adventure shows seriously like it kind of mildly took off wow and so they think well maybe this was just like a weird little pocket of thing sure okay so i'm just gonna let's just call this a listener's episode for five minutes oh great um so everything i say i'm just reading exactly as he will go Thanks, Darren. (laughs) Thanks for your submission. Okay. He says, this creature often starts claiming it's another spirit or tries to act friendly and nice. More often than not, he becomes super violent. uh, And no matter how many boards you use, he can always come back if you've met him once. He said, on most occasions after revealing himself, he will not deny what he is. He'll outright tell you that he's a demon from hell. uh, Even once claimed to be Satan himself. Although the last part was probably out of a scare tactic, there's much more evidence in ancient entities to suggest that he's known as the destroyer of gods. Oh, God. Also, another another account I read was someone asked this spirit, not knowing it was Zozo, where is paradise? Thinking it'd be like, they'd say something really nice and lighthearted, and it wrote out hell. Oh, God. So That was cool. Nice. Darren also said, today I even refuse to pronounce the name because I believe it can manifest itself as soon as it hears it's being mentioned. And he said, once it actually cussed out, cussed me out using Latin and Hebrew mixed together. Oh. Which, is, by is, the way, how did he know Latin wait, and Hebrew yeah. to know that they were... <laughs> is this on the board? <laughs> Darren like, sounds like a scholar.
0: It's spelling out Latin and Hebrew. Uh, Cornelia S. <laughs>
1: pictura yeah that part i could get (laughs) if if that's what zozo had to say i'd be like i know what you're up to you'd feel real smart you read eke romane just like me uh so one time after zozo was being extremely evil i walked into my bathroom only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown Uh, um that someone had turned on the faucet by itself (gasps) and the (sighs) tub was overflowing instinctively her face was tilted up and we took her to the hospital where she was admitted for 14 days with some weird... 14? 14, so two weeks. Jesus. For some weird internal infection that doctors never got to diagnose. At this time, my girlfriend maintained in a trance-like state, and her personality changed from a very sweet person to withdrawn and uncaring. Zozo said before uh, any of this happened that that he was going to possess her and eat her soul. What? Okay. I was recording music for a project, and I remember jokingly asking what I should name the band and zozo wrote back iron tongue only later that day my daughter's tongue started swelling up in the hosp- uh, in the hospital to a point of asphyxiation uh they said that her iron, her her tongue was as solid as iron uh, like an iron tongue uh uh-uh. uh when guests would spend the night in our house they would claim that they heard frightening voices Coming from inside the walls, objects would get thrown around, and my girlfriend's brother complained that he couldn't sleep because of the conversations that were so loud he couldn't rest. He believed in ghosts and thought he wasn't afraid of them, but these conversations were in nothing but growls. Uh, okay. Um, you know, casual. Mm-hmm. Lights would turn off and on by themselves. Doors would open and unlock themselves. One night in our bedroom, uh, this giant laughter emanated from nowhere, and to this day I can't explain it. Thirty seconds later... I was choked by absolutely nothing, and when it released its script and Gas for Air, I heard, go kill yourself in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. Uh, And then the last (sighs) thing he said was, another night my brother and I were standing outside on the back porch, jokingly, I was pretending to be an exorcist, and I said, I rebuke this curse in the name of Jesus Christ. There was a giant vibration across the house and a huge boom that was so loud that the neighbors came over to ask if something was wrong. My girlfriend uh, decided to get a Ouija board to figure out what was around us. And when we found out it was Zozo, we asked if it could show itself. And when I wrote down words on a a piece of paper no one else saw, Zozo would repeat them on the Ouija board. Oh, God. One night we asked the board if it would show itself again. And the board said to turn out the lights and take a picture of a necklace that was hanging on our door. Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm. They took a picture of it and saw a winged skeletons surrounding the mm-mm, necklace mm-mm, and at least four evil faces that they had no recollection of. I have chills. I've sent this picture to experts and all of them say they can't explain the images in the picture. Uh, oh my so god. So that was Darren's story. Wait, so I thought it started with a Ouija board. How did it start? It was it started with a Ouija board and then they they ended up like they moved. They moved to Michigan. Oh, and through. it came with them? It, I guess it followed them, yeah. I see. Okay. So then she got another Ouija board mm-hmm. to see what was going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, those are like the, those are just the better stories I saw, but apparently there's hundreds of stories out there. There's a YouTube video out there of someone claiming that they're being possessed by Zozo and it has like 7 million downloads. And What? So, it's becoming a a big thing. We've said his name
0: so many times. Yeah. Is that bad? We'll find out. I feel like teenagers probably sit around doing it, like Bloody Mary. Yeah, so yeah exactly. I'm sure we're fine. Okay, that's a great way to get uh, <laughs> to stay safe. Okay. Oh my God, that's creepy. Okay, you are that. That's the first time where I'm like, mm, maybe a Ouija board isn't a great idea.
1: Oh, it only took that. I'm not
0: thoroughly it only convinced.
1: Because took- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are safeguards. Yeah, like the ravens and jars.
0: Okay, well, let's not go that far.
1: So, that's reason a million why I don't want you to make me play with a Ouija board.
0: So, is there, why is that the thing that is so dangerous compared to other methods of communicating with ghosts?
1: I think because it has the, like, the background of it. Like, everyone knows what a Ouija board's meant for. I Mm. feel like it's got, like, that historical Mm. touch to it. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't have an answer, but I know that a lot of people say that newer like science equipment it's fine but for some reason ouija boards just have the mm-hmm. the aura of fear maybe it's
0: just a more direct way of communicating i don't know maybe yeah i don't know
1: that so if you watch the exorcist or the conjuring 2 that's they're the same oh, demon spirit yeah demon i was just gonna say also if you think about it ouija
0: boards are played with by children and people who don't have access to like other and people who don't Know or care if it's... Exactly. Yeah. Or who are just playing a game as opposed to where you're playing, you know, if you have scientific equipment, you paid for it and you know what you're doing. So I feel like people might be more vulnerable using
1: a Ouija board. Interesting. Sounds, Sounds like all of a sudden you've sided with me now.
0: No, because I'm not a oh. vulnerable child. Okay. Like I was in back in the day. <laughs> okay. Now I'm a real grown up.
1: Right. With your own Ouija board.
0: You're not my real mom. What's your story this week? My story... <laughs>
1: I need wine.
0: I need wine. That's my story. All right.
1: Buckle up.
0: Okay. So my story this week is called the Dupont. Okay. <gasps> what? Did...
1: I know of this. You do? Yeah. Ooh. No, I don't know. Ad- I don't know. Like... But it's funny because earlier I was like, I didn't know anything about this. I don't. I don't know anything to be able to help you, but I've heard of it. Interesting. So. Okay, You're still going to sound really educated to me.
0: DuPont de Ligon mm-hmm. murders. I think that's how you pronounce it. My friend lived in France for a long time and speaks French, and I asked her. but its, it's I've seen it with the accent, without the accent, so I don't know if that's right. But I'm just okay. going to call them the DuPont de Ligon. And if anyone has a problem with it, please don't tell me, because it'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so let's see. On April 13th of 2011, residents of Nantes in France contacted police concerned because they hadn't seen their neighbors the Dupont de Ligon family in over a week they noticed the shutters of the family's home had been closed for over a week and the wife Agnes's car hadn't moved from its spot on the street so the family um they came from an um aristocratic family in France that actually had something to do with Versailles the family that lived in Versailles Mm -hmm. Um, and was comprised of six people it was Agnes who was a mother um so xavier or xavier i don't know how to pronounce that in english xavier xavier because like the university is xavier so i never know xavier i guess i've always said xavier um but i asked my friend she's like oh it's xavier and i'm like okay i'm gonna say xavier (laughs) (laughs) she sent me like an audio clip on her phone like xavier xavier agnes xavier arthur who was age 20. So those are the parents, Agnes and Xavier, Xavier. And then, um, the children, they had four children, Arthur age 20, Thomas age 18 Anne, age 16 and Benoit age 13. Benoit Benoit. All right. Cool. Right.
1: Yeah. That's much cooler than Arthur and Agnes. (laughs)
0: Arthur Benoit. Yeah. The little one got a cool name, right? So on April 21st, which was a week later, um, police searched the family's home um, they found a severed leg buried under the patio no way. and then further digs revealed a one-legged corpse and four other completed complete Wait, a one-legged corpse. Yeah. Cause they,
1: they found and a the leg other like, Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know if they were from the same body or just yeah. they conveniently built a whole new person. <laughs> Wait, what? They built a whole new person. Like if it, if they had one body missing a leg uh-huh. and they found a leg, it's like, Oh, we can make a whole I mean, they two-legged were person in the same like garden. Oh, so they're the, okay. I, I, know, I know we were gonna like Frankenstein, and a new person together. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> no, okay.
0: Just checking. Okay. Um, yeah. So they found a leg, and then they found um, the leg body that was the rest of the body, right? Okay. The, the leg owner missing the leg, and four other corpses, which were believed With or without legs. They were full corpses, okay. complete, believed to be the Dupont de Ligon family. Um, so there was They found the bodies Of Agnes, Arthur, Thomas And Anne and Benoit um, And then with them Investigators found the bodies Of the family's two Labradors
1: Le- no. know. Leon and Jules Wait What was the last name Of this family? Dupont de Ligon Leon de Ligon, <laughs> <laughs> de
0: Ligon. <laughs> That was their fucking dog's name? They have France aristocrats Okay right Fr- French, French aristocrats <laughs> Jesus Okay Obviously I am not <laughs> All right um, the father, Xavier, mm-hmm. was nowhere to be found Dun 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 He
1: probably had both of his legs too
0: You think? You don't think he left his leg there by accident? And he didn't then like, get away on foot Hopped away He had to get on, away on feet Sure mm-hmm. You should be an investigator
1: I've, You know what? Not the first time I've heard that Sure
0: it's not Um. Let's see Autopsies revealed that the family members were drugged and then shot with a rifle um, mm. while they were sleeping. They were shot with a twenty-two caliber rifle, which is a type of gun Xavier had inherited from his father five months before the murders. He had also started target practice, conveniently. Oh. Um, the bodies were wrapped in sacks and covered with lime, which he had bought days before.
1: What does it mean to get covered in lime? Like, it's like, like that lime. fruit? No, <laughs> not the fruit. I'm an idiot. Tell me things. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? You're... Like, wait, you just built a
0: fucking. He went to Costco and was like, "Give me all the limes you've got."
1: <laughs> and then no, he like wrung out a lime
0: tree. Lime just... like the stone, like limestone. Oh, oh Jesus! But you can buy lime and like right. use make, it for that would make sense. So he, it, it looked like a construction scene, scene, almost like he had covered it. Right. Um. So they found out that he had bought all of this
1: the uh, days before the murders um did you want to say something i just i'm i'm 25 years old and it took me 25 years to find out what the fuck I is it's all right now I, you know yeah now, now i know
0: maybe some other people listening are like yeah like what did he cover them in citrus yeah, like, yeah and then
1: the other people are like what fucking idiots? <laughs>
0: that's why there's team milkshake i'm just kidding <laughs> okay so after this things get messy so it's like oh clearly this guy did it it seems very like oh he snapped and killed them, whatever. Right. So they start to look into it. So I'm going to give you a sort of timeline of events um, because there's just so much craziness that happened um, that investigators were able to piece together. So in March of 2011, so they were killed in April. In March of 2011, um, Xavier purchased rifle bullets and registered at the shooting, uh, shooting range north of their town. And he visited four times in one week and obtained his firearms license. His two sons, Thomas and Benoit, had also started to learn how to shoot, and his other son was scheduled to start. They found a receipt in the home from a store about three and a half hours away that was dated on a Wednesday near the end of March. That listed several purchases, including a roll of giant trash bags and plastic paving slabs. Mm. So I don't know what that's about. What is a plastic paving slab? Is well, that the thing you? Well, it's
1: plastic, and it's a slab that you pave. Either with or on, I think. See, now you're the construction expert. Uh, maybe they did it with Lime. With or on. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, Lime was involved, maybe he wasn't. Who maybe, knows? you know? It's up to, up to the user. It's, <laughs> Choose it's, your own adventure. It is. It's up to you.
0: <laughs> All right. On the 1st of April, Thomas, the oldest, left college where he was studying and didn't turn up at the pizzeria where he worked, which surprised his boss, who said he always came by on the 1st to pick up his paycheck. Um, That same day, they found out Xavier bought cement, a shovel, and a hoe. On Saturday, he bought the four bags of lime from different shops in the area, which I thought was strange. I don't know if that was, like, him covering his tracks, because obviously he wasn't, like, hiding much. He left the receipts in the house. Right. But he went to four different shops.
1: I don't know. Maybe they didn't have... Maybe he just overlooked it. Maybe he was trying so hard to cover up other stuff he forgot, like, oh, yeah, receipts. Maybe. Which is the first thing you should get rid of. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, wow! apparently someone has a small penis and feels like overcompensating. Um, that's my uncle. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that happens. Okay, on Sunday, April 3rd, a neighbor named Fabrice sees Agnes for the last time. Uh, shortly after, he sees Xavier putting large trash bags into his car. The parents and the three children uh, also go out to dinner and the movies that night. So this is April 3rd. hmm At 10.37 p.m. that night, Xavier leaves a message on his sister Christine's answering machine. It said, quote, We spent our Sunday evening in the cinema together, then in a restaurant, and we've just got back. I'm just calling to ask if it's too late to speak to you on the phone, and now I see it's gone to voicemail. Anyway, sending you my love. If it's not too late, call me back or send me a text and I'll call you. Okay, I'm going to put the kids to bed. Say hi to everyone. See you soon. Maybe. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm. The next day, Monday, April 4th, Anne and Benoit did not show up to school due to illness. The children's friends um, were concerned because they couldn't reach them. They tried over the Internet. They tried over text, and they didn't hear hear anything back. Um, There was a rumor that the family was leaving for Australia because their father had gotten a job transfer, but they thought it was strange that the kids wouldn't have said anything before they just up and left. Mm -hmm. Um, And that same day, Xavier speaks to his sister christine um on the phone and she later reported that it's, everything seemed normal with him um that evening the fourth uh xavier dines alone with his son thomas at la croix cadeau a high-end restaurant of course the two waiters remember thomas feeling unwell near the end of the meal and that xavier and thomas barely spoke with one another during the meal so investigators believe that uh, he had murdered his wife and three of his children the night before. Mm. And then um, murdered Thomas on that evening after their meal. Oh, yikes. Okay. So the rest of the family is believed to have already been... Killed. Shot. Yeah. Killed.
1: Who... Where, do I hear about this leg eventually?
0: I know you have a thing with the disembodied. I just
1: want to know why it's not on the body. There's zero
0: explanation. Okay.
1: I just needed to know that now. so I we feel like why. I have to tell you that. Early on, I think that should just become a regular thing. If if something's about to have no explanation, just warn me. You're right.
0: Immediately, I should have said something because
1: otherwise, I'm going to think about it.
0: The leg, I think, may have just been he was trying to get rid of the bodies and maybe fucked it up. Collateral damage. Sure. Okay. Let's go with that. (laughs) Okay. Um. Let's see. They don't even say whose leg it was, so I don't know. Hmm. Um. So they actually got some clarity as to Thomas's whereabouts from a university friend that he had been staying with that afternoon who actually said he saw Thomas on the 5th, which was the day after that, Hmm. and said he was with him. They played music, watched TV, and Thomas had planned to spend the night, but his dad called and said he had to return home because his mother had been involved in a cycling accident. Oh, my. Uh, so he quickly ate dinner with his friend and went home. Uh, so his friend, his name was Matthias, texted him several times that night and just kept getting, like, strange texts back that said, I'm really ill. Um, I'm out of battery. My dad's looking for a new charger. Like his dad was using his phone to, like... That's the thought. It said, it I'm sounds not... It like a, like a dad text. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it said... I'm not coming to yours. I'm ill and really ill. I'm not coming to class. Two days later, he got a text that said, I'm out of battery. My dad's looking for a new charger. And they were dead mm. at this point. So, um, I wonder if he also threw in a dad joke at some point. <laughs> ha, 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 space, ha. Um, <laughs> additionally, sometime before the murders, uh, here are some things that happened that I'm just going to lump together because it's just all crazy. Okay. The lease on the house had been terminated. Mm. All bank accounts had been closed. Mm -hmm. The children's school was informed that the students would no longer be attending and the remainder of the tuition was paid off. Agnes's employer was informed that she was suffering from gastroenteritis and moving to Australia. A message was placed on their mailbox that read, please return all mail to sender. Thank you. And the house had been completely emptied. Uh, Xavier's immediate family received a, um, a letter... Uh, A typed unsigned letter dated April 11th that said he had been working covertly for the American Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, and um, the entire family had to relocate to the United States as part of the Witness Protection Program, (sighs) and he asked his relatives to circulate reports on social media that his family had moved to Australia. There's no proof that he wrote the letter, but his family was all dead right oh i mean like his extended family sorry i'm sorry like his sister and his mom it's like
1: his family's kind of (laughs) dead they (laughs) can't (laughs) complain at all
0: (laughs) no yeah so he wrote this letter to his extended family and said we have to supposedly we have to move to the u.s for the witness protection program um but there's no proof or dna now that nobody knows if there's been dna analysis or anything like that um
1: did you ever see that disney movie with selena and demi and it was like princess protection program or some mm-hmm, shit like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: never saw it but that's what i think i don't know of. if i saw it
0: but i know what you mean yeah
1: i always thought it was fun that they were best friends since they were little and then you get to do a movie together that is kind of fun anyway that'll be us someday oh princess protection program oh yeah that's exactly what i <laughs> it's all i've ever dreamed of it's what we to, be honest. to. <laughs>
0: our parents will be so proud
1: <laughs> uh
0: anyway um, okay. So police searched the house and found no signs of a struggle. The trash had been emptied. Sheets were folded on beds and the dishwasher was full of six plates, six sets of cutlery from their last meal, which I think was like curry or something. Like Ew, they... I would rather die. You don't like chicken curry? No. What's wrong with you? A lot of things.
1: You don't like any of <laughs> I like, I mean,
0: Blaze and I eat it like three times a week. Oh my God. It's all right. All right. <laughs>
1: Let's just leave it there.
0: Um, anyway, uh, the family had shown no signs of using their phones or internet connections since April 3rd. So that's why they believe that they were killed. The majority of them was killed on the 3rd. Uh, during that week, this is really sad. Wait, really quick. Where did Thomas think his whole family was? That they don't know. That all they know is that he went to dinner with his dad, was acting weird. His friend said he was acting weird. And then his dad said, oh, your mother was killed in a, or not killed. Your mother was in In a a, cycling accident and then nobody then they vanished. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, so he was later. So the rest of the family... But I, think, I wonder
1: why. I bet he was the favorite child.
0: Well, I think he was at university, so... Oh, college, he was right. right. He was, like, with his friends.
1: Probably a better reason than him being the golden child. <laughs> or that. <laughs>
0: or that. Whatever. Um, so... Um, da, da, da. Oh, this is sad. So during this week, um, neighbors heard, reported they heard the family dogs howling for two consecutive days and nights, and... Aww. Then suddenly, never hurt them again.
1: What kind of sick bastards don't go check on a howling dog after that's what two I days? I'm like, if two dogs are howling all night for two days, also if they're howling during the day, that's even worse. That's like, right. Of course, the dog's gonna howl at night, but when that's right, when it's daytime and everyone's doing things, what are they howling for unless they need help? Totally,
0: especially if you don't see your neighbors, they don't leave their house. Howl- I don't know. It just Aww. seems sketch. So sad. On April 6th, Arthur, who was the oldest, I believe, his girlfriend hadn't heard from him in a while, so she went to his house and knocked on the door. She said a light was on on the first floor, but the family's dogs didn't bark, so she got concerned. Oh, no. Um, But weirdly enough, reports started to come in that neighbors had seen Agnes, the mom, after the supposed murder, like several, came in. Um, it's claimed that she was seen on April 5th around noon and again on April 7th. Um, plus, an employee of a hairdressing salon nearby swears she saw her on April 5th um, around the same time on the phone. Uh, a lot of people – there were several reports that came in that said I talked with her f- briefly. Like I was bringing my kids somewhere and I had a chat with her. She, you know. So it's – one person said they were walking their dog and talked to her. So that's kind of a weird contradictory thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. nobody can really explain. Right. Um, on April 8th, Xavier wrote on an online Catholic forum at the house. So he was still using the IP address at the oh, house. Okay. So, again, it's like five days after he shot everybody. Jeez. Um, he was. They were a very Catholic family, too, um, at least on the outside. Like, they were very uh, staunchly religious and a big part of the church. Um, I know the daughter, the photo of her that they put in the papers she's wearing a little cross necklace Hmm. she's super adorable and sweet um and i guess she was very um like her faith was really important to her but so the dad would go on these catholic blogs and there were these strange posts he would write where he would say um that he was superior to other catholics because he has the intelligence and the you know whatever to be uh higher than the masses or
1: right it was just like creepy shit it sounds like that uh during the ax axmers it might have been the priest who oh. like he was saying he did it to rebuke something or yeah 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 he did oh, something yeah. for god well and then what i thought that was interesting so i looked into like that angle
0: of it and i guess this guy who studies religious based crimes and murders said his belief was 100 percent that it was not religion like motivated by religion So it's just weird. Like, I don't know if he would just go on these forums and, like, he got kicked out of several forums. Like, he was just too aggressive. And um, I guess he was really Catholic, but also a lot of people said, like, he wasn't really part of... Right. It might have just been, like, a weird front that he put on. I'm not positive. But I know, based on what I've read, he wasn't really that into the whole religion. His wife actually taught at a Catholic school and taught catechism. Really? So she was actually like very heavily involved with the church, but I think he was more just like for show. Sure. Um, and to brag on Catholic forums online, which right, what, what the fuck is that's that? That's Christian. That's weird. That's, that's a good Christian value. Another you. word, Catholic online forums. I mean, yeah, what do they talk about? <laughs> Modesty and <laughs> how great, how better they are than everyone else.
1: I Should don't really like, compete with like Bible verses or. <laughs> Ooh, you could probably do like Bible trivia or like. Oh yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Okay. Something I don't really want to do. Talk about how you're married to God.
0: (laughs) That's what I do on the Catholic Forum. Asking
1: questions about what an orgasm is? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I still don't know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) So he basically, that was the last time um, that he used the uh, IP address Mm -hmm. at the computer. Um so then authorities put out after all this. So that was just like a timeline of what was going on before and after. Um authorities when they found out what was going on, um they put out an international arrest warrant on Xavier. Um they went on a complete international manhunt. Like it was crazy. Uh they determined he had spent the night in two hotels between April 12th and 14th. Uh the first one was a five-star hotel mm-hmm. where um the owner told this is an article from the Daily Beast. Um, The owner said, I spoke to him during dinner and found him to be very elegant, very well-spoken and very relaxed. Um, She saw him later standing on the balcony of his junior suite and he waved at her as she walked by and she just remembered him as standing out because he was alone. Um, And I guess he told her he was in the region on business ordered half a bottle of Burgundy, and ate a four-course meal, including a pork filet and a dessert of creme brulee. So he's over there spending... He's whining and dining. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great meal, too. It does. And the the night there, I think, cost like 220 pounds, which is a lot of friggin' money. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. For a night. Or that might have included the meal. I don't know, but it's a lot of money. And then he went straight to like a shitty motel. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was... He spent either one or two nights at the shitty motel. Um, in southeastern France, uh, he, there was CCTV footage of him there. And then he checked out of the hotel the next morning and left his car in the parking lot of that hotel. Um, he left on foot with what looked like a rifle case on his back. Um, and this was a full week before the bodies were even discovered. So they were like way behind the trail at this point. Um, they did find his car there, um, but they really didn't have anything to go on this is a weird thing 18 hmm. miles 30 kilometers or 18 miles away um a woman named away from where he was staying a woman named colette de rome disappeared mysteriously from her villa uh, both her car and her keys were left behind and her body was found a month later um the weird connection is that xavier and his wife agnes had lived in that area during the 1990s and two of their children were actually born in that town um, so investigators explored the link and tried to figure out, you know, if something was linked, but they claimed that or they concluded that it was a coincidence. So he wasn't linked to her disappearance or death. So oh, what? It's still like a mystery what happened to her. Oh, shit. So some theories are that. Um, so, again, Xavier explained that he was a secret agent for the U.S. government to his friends and relatives and had right. to return to America to enter a witness protection program because he had given evidence in a big drug case. So that was one story. Then the other one was, you know, how he had to move to Australia for a career change or something. Right. Um, From the Daily Beast article I mentioned earlier, um, he they found out he had a mistress um, Hmm. who he reportedly gave forty five thousand pounds through company payments that were kind of disguised. Uh, The woman, as soon as she heard about this, went to the police because their relationship had ended two years ago. So she was like, wait, I know who this is. And so she went with you know, the information she had. She said the two of them would meet regularly for sex. Um, she gave the police texts and emails from him. And she had actually recently gone to court to get back a loan of $73,000 that she had given him hmm. in 2009. Oh. And she reportedly showed the police a letter she had received from him on April 9th of that month, um, of that year, that read quote we had a good time together but something bad may now happen oh and so oh no after that uh according to friends
1: and family she went into hiding fearing for her life and well maybe she should have joined the witness protection program like him <laughs> you know if i told my friends guys i have to leave i was i'm a spy they'd be like no you're fucking mm-hmm. not <laughs> they'd be like no you're not
0: i know I, I read somewhere that people think his family's just in denial and are trying to like find a way to explain what happened yeah Um, yeah, it's very sad. So they looked into his finances. And as I said, he comes from an aristocratic family um, from Versailles. And I guess he had squandered his fortune on a bunch of failed businesses. Nice. So they enjoyed a comfortable lifestyle. So they had like nice cars. They, the kids went to private school, but apparently he had, Xavier had debts of at least $60,000, which Seem that much. I mean, I have worse. Oh, right. Student loans are more than that. Yeah. But okay, so he had these debts um, and he had reported revenue of less than $6,000 last year. Uh, Oh, yeah. A bailiff, not good. good. A bailiff, actually, I forgot about this part. A bailiff sent by a creditor came to his home on April 5th, so like literally the day after Uh everyone was murdered or two days, um, because he owed a $30,000 debt. So this guy's like, coming to his house, banging on the door, and didn't get any answer. Little did he know everyone inside his shot today. Right, right, right. So he was being hounded. And then the woman who said he owed her $70,000 and the mistress, you know. So I think that's one of the theories is that there was just so much, like, financial pressure. And you know how they have that – there's that um, – what do they call it? Family annihilator? Or there's What? There's a term for a, a man who – is the head of a household and sees his family as an extension of his failures and so oh. he kills his family. I've never heard of that. It's... I've seen it on, like, Criminal Minds <laughs> and SVU. That's pretty cool. But
1: it's... it's I mean, you know.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, a fascinating concept that, like, they have a break and they just assume that, like, everyone else is better off... Without them? Dead. Oh. Than, like, the living opposite. with... <laughs> ...his failures. Yeah. Oh. So it's just a fascinating theory. But, again, nobody knows if he... Killed himself, also, or if he's still alive, so
1: they haven't found him at
0: all. No,
1: not one trace. Wow, he's at least. Well, that maybe it's because he's an arrest, an aristocrat. He could probably just like pay his way. But he's to get not up. like he's he has no. They didn't have any money. Over he had, he made like six thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> they like, lived yeah. in like a suburb. It was just his family came from that lineage, so I they, would guess he killed himself then. Right, but then here, wait, hang on. Oh, there's more. I have more. There's more to unravel. Uh, listen, there's more. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see. Okay. Okay. So he, like, going off the thing about his debt, uh, I guess he created this company in the U.S. called NetSurf Concept, LLC, which sounds exactly like (laughs) a European trying to make, like, a cool American company. NetSurf. NetSurf. like i'm pretty sure my cousins used to say surfing the net and i'm like stop
1: <laughs> i've said that no you don't i have when it was like in 1995 maybe yeah oh right it's I'm 2011 talking. or some shit yeah that's mm- like calling it the cybersphere exactly the world wide web yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. anyway using dot com at the end
0: .com. <laughs> the world wide web dot <laughs> com <laughs> http yeah anyway um so net surf concept lc um a company that was uh, cataloged in Florida. Um, His advisor was a guy named Gerard Corona, who was a French expat who managed the company um, called Strategy Netcom. And Corona actually specialized in assisting foreigners with legal procedures in the U.S. and helped foreigners open bank accounts and anonymous bank cards that would allow them to withdraw money anywhere in the world without leaving a trace. So it's also been theorized that this guy helped him you know, uh, use the tools that he had, the services uh, of the anonymous bank cards and anonymous bank accounts Mm -hmm. in order to stay disappeared. Okay. So everyone's like, well, maybe he killed himself and we can't find the body. We don't know what's going on in mid July, 2015. So this is uh, four years later. Okay. um, A not journalist received uh, a photograph of the two of two of the sons um so it was
1: arthur thomas benoit oh and right their names well Anne wasn't the son okay well then you've only got three to choose from just eliminate one all right i'm just gonna say two of their sons get rid of benoit
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually one of them was benoit oh. i know that because he had a cool name um Yeah. Okay, so I don't remember which two sons, but there were two sons um, sitting at a a kitchen table smiling, and I think one of them was Benoit and then maybe Arthur, Um, and they were sitting at a kitchen table. Um, It was an actual photograph, and on the back of the photo scrawled in blue ink were the words, I am still alive. Oh, shit. And then in smaller print below were the words, from then until this hour. (gasps) Oh, shit. It was signed, Xavier Dupont de Ligon, so... They were like, what? What? So the journalist immediately went to the police and was like, I got this creepy photo. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no way, like nobody knows who took it or who sent it, but it it was just a creepy aspect of the case. And it was an actual photograph. So it was like, where is this from?
1: And if they were alive, why would they want you to know? Unless it was like the kids themselves, but it wasn't. If It was signed differently.
0: Sure. And exactly. And the family or the family's lawyer, so his sister Christine and his mom's lawyer have said, um, or she said, the lawyer said, why wouldn't he send his family a secret note that said like, hey, I'm still alive. Not like a journalist who was going to put it in the media. You know, it's it's just a weird twist. Mm hmm. So whether it's real or not it's a kind of a creepy thing um, there was actually this is a more recent story uh, more recent update there was a sighting five years after he went on the run so it was October 2016 so it was literally this past October oh shit okay. I know it's creepy so there was a sighting uh, in a casino in France um, CT- CCTV footage shows him withdrawing money from an ATM and I saw the photo and it I mean, it's like his face, like you can see the guy, you can see him. Oh, weird. And part of me is like, why are you still there? (laughs) Yeah, like go go somewhere. Go to Jamaica, like I know. run away. So it was just kind of strange. And you'd think at that point you'd be good at hiding yourself, but maybe it was just, who knows, I don't know. But it was kind of creepy. So it actually um, instigated a fresh manhunt in that area, but I have, there haven't been any updates since then. Um, much of his family believes he's innocent. Uh, they cite the bodies of the family, Mm -hmm. which police said were the bodies of, um, you know, his immediate family, but, uh, the family, his extended family was never allowed to ID them or see the bodies. And supposedly they rushed the process of getting them cremated and the funeral and all that. So I guess the family claims that there was something fishy going on and they never got, you know, complete closure that it was actually their you know the family Mm -hmm. and the people they said it was and then they also cite the um various uh, sightings of agnes the mom Mm -hmm. because so many people there was somebody a journalist interviewed somebody who had initially said no i saw her on the street and a journalist interviewed her years later and she said no i i still know it was her like it was my neighbor i saw her and i talked to her years later after all this um I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but here she still claims that um, they're a hundred percent sure it was her that they talked to and saw on the sidewalk. So, oh it, wow, it's still a very weird. Um,
1: Just never know. Nugget, yeah, <laughs> nugget, nugget. A weird little nugget. You know, um, is that where we are now? Like, is that all the information we have up until now? Or? Yeah,
0: there's one more thing that I found on um, an article. In an article on coolinterestingstuff.com. That's my favorite website. Have you been on there? No. Oh, it's actually a great what website. What's it called? Coolinterestingstuff.com. Okay. My favorite murder actually did one that they found on there recently, and I was oh, cool. like,
1: okay. Oh, cool. Interesting stuff. Cool. Interesting stuff. Yep. Um, and that's our sponsor. <laughs> JK, they're not paying us. It's Zozo and cool, interesting stuff.
0: <laughs> the two words we've said the most today. Um, yeah, so his sister Christine, um, so from that, uh, an article on their website, I read that his sister Christine also references an email that her brother wrote to two of his friends in July 2010. So it was the year before they, uh, the family was murdered. He wrote of accidents that might befall his family, and he ended the email with the following words. So I hope that, even after a police investigation, my parents, brothers, and sisters will never be led to believe that I intentionally caused these accidents, even if the evidence is strong. Um, okay, but you did. Yeah, so that was, like, a year before the murder, so it's like, what the fuck was he doing all this time? It's so creepy. That's pretty... Crazy
1: 444. Four, four. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> always Especially crazy. Especially
0: because he bought all the
1: supplies like three days before the murders. It wasn't like, oh, he was... Well, if he's also saying he wasn't guilty, it's like, then why were you having a four-course meal the next week? hmm Like, wouldn't you be sad and not be able to eat? and It's fucked up, right? And he's gone. He's disappeared, vanished. Nobody knows where he is. It's crazy that he was at least ballsy enough to still go to a casino. Yeah, what's that about? It's like, aren't you supposed to still care if you get caught? He's still young. He's 55. So it's well, like he also if he wrote if he did write that that picture like I'm still alive for the next hour. Right. Maybe he offed himself. Maybe. Or maybe up until I... this hour or something creepy
0: like that. Right. 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 From then until now. Anyway. <sighs> creepy. 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 It's very sad. And that's all the updates we have. That... That's it. Uh, the family. Uh, it's really sad. They show the family and it's four kids. It, they're all smiling and they're. It's just so sad. And the youngest was 13. Benoit. hmm Benoit. The daughter was 16 and was going to her last year of high school. And mm. it's just very sad.
1: That is really, really sad.
0: So who knows what's going on there? It's a mystery. I don't know.
1: I, I would say... I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how I... I'm still on the leg. The leg? <laughs> <To be honest. laughs>
0: oh boy well you know what maybe I mean they saw him last October maybe there'll be some leads this year and I can help you resolve your issues with the leg anyway Um. oh really quick before I forget because we have a little time left um, my dad called me today mm-hmm. and was like oh so I don't think I've ever I don't know if I've ever told this story I'm going to tell real fast it's a ghost story so uh, it's at my dad's house Um, my dad's very like He's Catholic, very Catholic, very staunch, very, like, um, pragmatic. But he definitely, I think I get, like, my beliefs in the supernatural from him. Um, And he, when they moved into this house in, it's a really old house, and it was my stepmom's, maybe, like, great uncle's house. I don't know. It's just a really old fucking house in Ohio. And they always joke that um, Mr. Chatfield was still there right and growing up i was like whatever weirdos like i didn't like i didn't know what that meant and i feel like as a kid i never really had much of like a connection to that kind of thing um but my dad was always like oh yeah mr chatfield He's always like messing stuff up messing around with stuff um and he had died in my bedroom of course um like back in the day and so nothing i like, growing up, I just always heard footsteps and stuff, and I just sort of assumed
1: it was, like... A normal house? Normal! I did the same shit, yeah, too. Yeah, okay, because uh, looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, like... No, people would be like, why was someone going downstairs yes. to get water in the middle of the night? Yes. And I'm like, no one was. That's just how houses work. And they're like, no. That's that's
0: exactly <laughs> it. Exactly. Because I moved there when I was maybe, like, 10 or 11, and I just was always like, God, like, there's always people walking around. Yeah, And it yeah, never yeah, occurred yeah. to me that, like, nope, nobody's there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I just was always like, Alexander, stop stomping around all night. You know, I thought he was like wandering around. Um, Yeah. So I just always, I don't know. I just, it never occurred to me. And then in high school, I lost my retainer, which I got back to my mom's because I used to have dinner at my dad's um, once a week. And I got back to my mom's and I'm like, I can't find my retainer. And she's like, this is the third retainer you've lost. Like I (laughs) had lost so many and they're like friggin' expensive mm-hmm. oh i lost probably 18 retainers right They're sorry s- mom so expensive i know my mom is like having like clenching her fists right now listening <laughs> to this but i lost this retainer and my mom's like you go back to your that dad's house this weekend and you will find it i'm not paying for another one or you'll pay for it basically so i'm like okay whatever it's not there but i'll look so i called my dad crying and i'm like dad you have to find it he's like we had walked our dogs that night outside in the woods so he's literally in the middle of the night out there in the woods with a flashlight, like searching till one in the morning for my friggin retainer because um, he thinks I fell out of my pocket or something. Um, he searched the whole house. He search- He had the cleaning lady look everywhere. Like nobody could find it. So my mom's like, well, you go find it. So that weekend I went to my dad's and I'm like crying because my mom's like Mad at you, so mad at me, and I'm like, I don't have three hundred dollars. She's like, Well, that's your own problem. <laughs> so I'm wandering around the house, looking everywhere, and I'm like, There's only two places I could have been. It's my bedroom or the like brick room, like the living room area. My mom's like, I don't care. Look everywhere. So I went to the living room. I like turned every pillow upside down. I was like digging through everything. I was pissed off. I couldn't find it. I looked under all the furniture, and my dad, and my brother went to Rite Aid for like I don't know, nightcall or something, and. I called my mom from, like, our little brick room area, and I'm like, Mom, it's not here. I swear to God. And she goes, look one more time. And I'm, like, screaming at her. I'm like, it is not here. I have just, like, three people. have turned this entire house upside down. It's gone. She goes, look one more time and just hung up on me. So I'm like, and I'm so angry. I'm like, 13. Yeah. I walk (laughs) out, and I'm, like, walking back up to my room to look one more time in my bedroom. And, like, in our formal living room that, like, nobody sits in and that I just completely torn up. There's, like, this pillow that has been moved from, like, a throw pillow that's been moved from, like, the corner. And I set it all back up because I was, like, my stepmom's going to kill me if I fuck it up. It's, like, been moved to the middle of the couch, and my retainer's just, like, casually sitting on top of the pillow. So I'm just, like, frozen, and I'm staring at it. Like, completely frozen. Because right, right, right. I'm, like, maybe five minutes ago, I had torn this couch upside down. And I'm, like, Dad like and no one's home so i locked myself i thought i literally thought someone was in the house so Mm -hmm. i locked myself in the back room and i called my mom and i'm like hyperventilating i'm like i found it she's like oh my god you found it and i'm like yeah but like it's it was moved onto the couch and blah blah blah. and she's like oh for god's sakes like i'm just glad you found it you dummy Yeah, yeah yeah and so my dad comes back and i'm i didn't touch it i'm like dad did you put that there like did alexander put that there and they're like no get it off the pillow yeah disgusting um and so it was just one of those weird things that happened where my dad's like oh it was mr chatfield and i'm like what and he goes oh he does it all the time like he'll move keys around and stuff and i'm like okay whatever so i just forgot about it and then i was listening to jim harrell's campfire recently and this uh woman told this story about how her younger brother had lost his retainer and i'm like i know where this is going (laughs) and she goes after days of searching and whatever um someone found it in the middle of the stairs just like yeah. completely directly perfectly centered perfectly propped up perfectly propped perfectly centered in the middle of the stairs like where someone would have stepped on it if yeah. anyone had walked and um so I'm t- i told my dad that i'm like i remember that weird story with the retainer and so today he called me and he goes um hey like i've been meaning to tell you i can't believe i forgot when you emailed me about the day you emailed me about the retainer thing um i was at home and I guess he's had this calculator since he was like in his twenties or something in university it 's like this crazy ass calculator that has all these weird function i don 't oh, cool like okay. he 's an engineer i don 't get it, but it 's all this crazy like gotcha and it 's this fancy ass calculator, and he's had it for i mean decades like he's had it for a long long time and it's um and he said a year about a year and a half ago it just vanished, and he was like really bummed out because it was you know he 's had it for so long. So he, a year, like, months later, he ended up buying a new one because he looked everywhere, couldn't find it, thought he had just, like, lost it somewhere on on an outing or something. And he said the day that I called and told him about the retainer story, he was sitting at his desk and, you know, thinking about it. And then he turned around and the calculator was sitting on the floor, in the middle of the floor, like, in front of his bookshelf that he uses every day. That's wild. And he goes, and, like, nobody goes in there. My stepmom's out of town. And he goes, he was like, I, there is no, I mean, the cleaning lady comes and like vacuums like I've, he's like, I've vacuumed the floor. Like there's no way it's been sitting there for a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. And he's like, I, his office is tiny by the way. So it's like, he turned around and was like, it was just sitting in front of me at my feet.
1: I wonder if they, I wonder if it was this whole time was just a play, a prank or if it was like, oh, it's clear that you really need it. Let me show it to you. You want it back. Yeah. And he goes, it was the day that you
0: reminded me of that. So, like, it was... In his head. he was thinking about it all day. He was like, I remembered how strange that was. And then my calculator that's been gone over a year and a half just appeared in front of me. I wonder if
1: they have, like, a little nook and cranny where they keep all the shit that they hide. I wonder. Or is it, like, just, like, it, like, blinks away from our reality. In a different dimension, right. Yeah, just floating around in some other world. I just thought that was so wild. He called me a couple hours ago, and I was like, what? Do you think when it popped up on the floor, do you think it just truly went... Boop, and like showed up out of nowhere or do you think some little invisible thing kind of right. dragged it, it through like, the air floated yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so weird right mm-hmm. i mean
0: i'm not kidding when i found that retainer i i truly thought like a robber was in the house listening to my conversation and was like let me fuck with her like I, yeah i was like there's no way that this thing just like i tore the cushions apart i mean like destroyed the couch
1: yeah 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 It was sitting in the middle of a pillow. That's happened to me before where, I mean, it wasn't me, but my friends have had like jewelry missing forever. And then it'll, I've, they, it will be placed perfectly in the driveway. It's creepy. Like, like as if they wanted you to find it. In such a random place. Yeah. Like on the stairs or. Yeah. And I remember walking past
0: and it's one of those formal living rooms that you, like, I wasn't ever sitting there. It's not like I lost it It's the room no one sits in. Totally. And I like walked past it and I remember like. Seeing out of the corner of my eye and going, that's not, like, that can't be it. And I, like, <laughs> panicked, and I looked over, and I'm like, oh, no. And I didn't touch it. I was like, I didn't do that. Oh, my God. It was so creepy. Anyway, so I just heard a, d- a similar story, and then I, my dad was like, oh, yeah, that also happened to me the same day. <laughs> it's
1: just freaking weird. Oh, well,
0: good. Daddy-daughter bonding. Anyway, you can come visit the house when you come to Cincinnati. What For my
1: wedding. Um, fun fact about retainers. One time in high school, I was dating a boy. Oh! <gasps> I know. Fun fact indeed. It's okay. I wasn't into it. He wasn't into it.
0: Listen, I was dating a boy in high school. I wasn't into it either, so. Well, his, his, I'm just kidding. It was
1: Cole. hmm <laughs> And uh, this is how good I am. You ready? I'm so ready. We were at lunch in the cafeteria, and he put his retainer, like, on a napkin or something for him to eat, and then he threw it away by accident, and he had to go to class, and I took my whole free period <gasps> digging through garbage to find you his retainer s- for him. such a gem. I know. You would, you
0: are the person who would do that.
1: Yeah, well I did it.
0: I did that too. I threw my retainer away and I prayed that my guardian angel would find it for me because the yeah. the, the literally the um crew the lunch crew was like, Okay, but we have like forty five bags of trash. So
1: and right. I, I had wrapped it in tinfoil. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, I I straight up had to dig it through was the same thing. tin just buckets of garbage. I skipped class and I dug through
0: trash mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, it's wrapped in tinfoil and they're like that what Okay, isn't? dear, like good luck. <laughs> And I was, like, I, like, prayed to my guardian angel, which is not a thing that I've done. And he was, like, I don't have time for this bullshit. God shit. damn it. But the first bag, I just, like, picked a random bag. And that was it. It was in there. That's pretty cool. It's my retainer. Maybe I had a magical
1: retainer. Maybe your guardian angel was having a slow day. I was, like, <laughs> I guess I'll help.
0: My my fucking retainer is always, like, the... the. That's the only paranormal shit I've ever experienced was with, with my
1: damn retainer. I feel like... Sucks. My guardian angel has never been that quick to respond. I'll be like, please. And they're like, no. they like, <laughs> dig yet. through that.
0: Tra- you need to dig through six like, more trash let, bags. Let's
1: build character first <laughs> and then I'll help you.
0: This is, this is part <laughs> of the learning process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, anyway. Well, good. Just thought I'd add that in there. Wonderful. Thanks, guys, for listening. What? This is coming out um, on the... F- I can't do math. What's nine plus seven? 16. <sighs> July
1: 16th. Okay, so we've got two weeks left for the next listener's episode. Yeah. So send in your stories. Get those stories in. I'm going through them. I swear. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you can find us at A-T-W-W-D podcast. You can also follow Gio at Gio Schieffer. <laughs> you can also follow Christine and me on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, you
0: can. Or Snapchat. Or Snapchat. Also, you can email us at and that's why we drink at gmail dot com. People, <laughs> people are I feel like we sound like Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just go on our website. There's like a contact thing. Oh yeah. And that's why we drink.com. That's actually worked really well. People have sent a ton of stories through that. Okay. Well then you heard it here. Okay. And that's why we drink dot com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also. <laughs> also if you'd like to donate to our Patreon. Oh sure, there's there's that also. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things you can do in your free time. We
0: are working on some cool stuff such as more merch and live shows and setting up our online shop. Yes. Which a lot of people yes, have been yes. asking about and I'm like, it's coming. But people have been They're like I want to buy a shirt or like buy it. So we're working on that. Promise. Um, yeah, we are we have it all kind of set up so it's just we need to pull some the trigger. Some final on that. touches. Mm-hmm and that's all i have for you today that's all i have too oh lovely oh oh i'm sad it's over (laughs) everyone's like end it (laughs) please okay um and And that's why we drink drink. (laughs) (laughs) peace